0: Good afternoon and welcome to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia De Leonardo. Well, it is um, my pleasure as always to have an opportunity to be with you today on this beautiful Monday. Oh my goodness. I don't know what's the weather in your ne- neck of the woods, but by me, it is absolutely beautiful. It's beautiful for this time of year. Everybody knows that Northeast... We could be in like feet of blah, 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 <laughs> snow, right? Sometimes double digits, ouch, right? We could be in under feet of snow and instead it's like spring. I mean, I think Mother Nature's very confused, is, right? What is it the first thing that comes up in this season? is the daffodils. Mother Nature is very confused right now, yes? But uh, hey, you know what? I'm not complaining. I'm loving it every single day. It's amazing. So what am I gonna do today? Well, you know, it's we're it's kind of still the beginning of the year but we're getting on into the year and i want to talk about as, as i do every now and then as i talk about what happens and what all do we do when like the ultimate breakdown happens you know most of the time i talk about all the things that we should be doing right but today i want to talk about yikes what happens when we have the ultimate breakdown in our love life yes and what is it that you do when you're facing that sort of trauma? Because sometimes it really is traumatizing. It is, right? It's traumatizing even if it's new love, right? It's like, oh my God, how could this be happening? Yes. So I want to talk about that today and all the different ways that we can mend, right? Our relationship and continue and go forth and build continue to build great love. That's, that's on today's episode of Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'll be back in a moment. And we're back. You're listening to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. So today I'm going to talk about uh, when making love wins the war. How do you like that? Okay, you know it's a physical thing, but really, it's it's an overall thing. When we when we make love instead of war, okay, how about that for Pro- productivity for the beginning of the year? When making love wins the war, people. Okay, that's on today's episode of Bear the Sonnet. So let's. I'm going to go into several different places. Okay. Of, of when things start to shake in our relationships. And I'm going to handle each scenario as I see it best as a general overall view on not having specific information. Yes, because we all know, depending on what's happening, uh, sometimes we'll alter our plan and it gives us a very different map, right? What we know about our relationships is that sometimes when we do break up part ways with people, a lot of times those people don't want to leave, okay? But what happens with folks is this, the other partner is out, you know? So, right, we, what we know, some of us with experience, that when people want to leave, even though there is another partner that might be 100%, you know, hands-on in, it takes two to have a relationship. It takes two people to make the decision to want to sustain it, develop it, grow it, and continue it. Okay. I said sustain the beginnings. It's, it's on both ends. Sustain, right? And then continue, right? Um, you know, but so it takes two people. So sometimes when we break up, it's very painful for people. Because not always uh, uh, does both partners want to leave. Sometimes you'll hear about breakups. And I said, man, you know what? I did everything I could. But you know what? They, they really wanted to leave. So you can't make them stay. You can't make people love you. So unfortunately, the relationship ended. Okay, so it is devastating a lot of times, no matter where you are in the phase of your relationship. And what what am I uh, what what am I saying with this is, you know, whether whether it's your boyfriend, girlfriend, whether it's your partner of a few months, a few years, or many years. Right? We all know that we could start dating someone and it's within a year and we break up, and some of us, you know, lose. Lose how many pounds because you're so devastated, right? Okay, so new love has the same effect on us as as old love, <laughs> you know, as love where, where you know where, where, where the, um, the the training wheels are off. Okay, I mean it. It just does. It it really depends on where you are with your heart because that's all it is. It's about the measurement of our heart. We can have a, a person that we've been going out with for a year in break breakup, and we are just as devastated as the people next door that were together for 25 years and got all this stuff and investments and kids and everything else. Yes, it's the measurement of our heart is, is how we feel this pain, you know, right? Or not, right? But um, most people, you know, breakups are, are felt because... If, if nothing else, it's a headache, you know, it's, it's a pull on our emotions, it's, uh, it can be so much that you invest mentally in worry, fretting, and dreading, that it leaves our body physically exhausted, as well as, as, well as having brain drain, right? So physically and mentally, we feel wiped out when we're busting up with people, yes? Okay, so let me give you, let me go into some scenarios to see if I can sort of uh, get you to thinking, okay, about breaking up and all that stuff. I want to get you thinking, okay, and, and let me see if I can give you some scenarios on managing, okay, and some scenarios on, okay, so now we're here in the same room, where do we, be, where do we begin to now build back this thing, you know, to pick up where man, okay, after the last blowout, I forgot where we were, right? It's because what happens too when relationships become volatile, when they become shaky, when they become, you know, when when you start living your relationships on the edge, and a lot of a lot of us, the relationships before we bust up, it's on the edge for a long time, yes. There's a lot of people could write books on this, right? Man, we were on the edge for, it seemed like years, you know, right? It was dangerous, right? It was dangerous, right? Because we never knew who was going to fall off, who was going to cave. We didn't know which way, it was, which way the wind was blowing from day to day. It was frightening, <laughs> many events, yes? Uh, you know, so all of that sort of stuff. I want to talk to you about managing those emotions, right? Woo! If you've ever had the disservice, displeasure <laughs> of being in that situation, all right, for any length of time, it's dreadful, <laughs> right? Um, I could speak on it all because uh, fortunately and a little bit of unfortunately, I have the pleasure of, all experiences in my relationships. I, I've done them all. <laughs> I've done them all. I've been on every bike that, that, that is rideable. Okay. And I have rode in every car where anything can happen. Okay. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into generalized stuff about how to manage all of those different places. But one of the things that I want you to know about me is I do a relationship show. Okay, what does that represent? It means being together with people, happy. You know uh, um, where you're compatible. You're in like and friendship, and you're in love as lovers. There's a commitment. There's a respect. There's integrity. Okay, and there's all the things connected to being a happy person. That's what that's what my show's about. OK, so busting up and breaking up and all that stuff, a, a divorce show is it's, I, I am not. OK, I really do look at myself as the save, save it and salvage queen, <laughs> all right? save it and salvage it. Because my whole philosophy is you're already there. OK, you have invested time with people. You know them more than they know themselves on a lot of days, yes? You always finish each other's sentences, and sometimes there is so much love there. But when I see what happens to people is the love is in there. But what happens plenty frequently with, with a lot of different relationships is all this pile of stuff gets thrown on it. I want you to imagine yourself. You, you get home today, yes? This is something I used to do when I wanted to clean up my closet and I didn't like some things. I would start, I, I, I did it in my early days when I had apartments and stuff. I used to like to just kind of empty out my closet like, oh, I'm not sure I really like this. I'm not sure I really like that. And I would just start bringing out clothing and I just start putting things on the couch, you know. And before I would know it, I would be going through my closet like, eh, uh, uh Eh, uh, And before I know it, I have like 20 piles of God only knows what's out there laying on the couch. Okay. One day, my husband, I was doing this one evening and my husband got home in the evening late and I was all in the midst of whatever I was doing. Okay. And he came in because he had never seen me, seen me do that before. And, and I was always, I'm um, very tidy. It was always so, especially if he was on his way home, everything was neat. Everything was very, between the two of us, we were a bunch of nicks, okay, <laughs> right? And when he got home, the couch, you couldn't even see the couch. <laughs> you couldn't identify it, even with your best measuring tool, magnifying glass. You had no idea what what was under there, right? I see there's just some height to it, but what the heck? Is it a table? Is it a thing? What is it under there? Because I had all this clothing piled on top of it. That is what I think about what a lot of relationships go through. Okay. There's a little problem there. There's a stink there. There's a skunk there. Here comes a raccoon. (laughs) right? And all of a sudden, here comes another person. Here comes an in-law. Here comes a sibling. Here comes the boss. All of these little problems start to build in our relationships and if we don't handle them all the time okay I look at it as laundry right you ever not do laundry for a week what happens even if you're single what happens to a certain part of your hamper or whatever space your your dirty your laundrys taken up what happens to it it's, it's it, it starts to get high right it builds it's Building something right and, and 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 most likely a lot of you build it builds something and your your pets get lost in it yes your pets get lost like where did I know I have them you know but yet I haven't seen them because they find this little cozy little cave of your stuff that they that's now big enough for them to hide in. that's how I look at our relationships that all these little things because even a lot of times people. What we're aggravated about and what we start bickering about has nothing to do with us. You ever have that in a marriage? It's like, you you start to get angry with like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There is nothing wrong with you and me. My husband used to do that every now and then. He would go, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. He would come to me feeling really bad. And he would say, (coughs) there's nothing wrong with you and me. You and me don't have a problem, you know? That's what he would say. You and me don't have a problem, okay? And then we would look left and right to <clears throat> who the problem was, whatever it was. We were like, yeah, yeah, right. You and me don't have a problem, right? Yeah, all right? So what did we do? We knew we had to look left and right and handle the problems, <laughs> right? That were being thrown our way, yes? What happens when you don't handle that? Because we know that stuff comes in. And it comes in through our back door, through our windows. It sneaks in with relatives, right? Right. Our boss is carrying it in a file, right? All sorts of silly things, right? And what happens is it starts to aggravate us or sometimes people stick their feet out in front of you and now there's things in the way between you and your partner, And it starts a fire. It's just like when you start a fire, okay? It's just like that. starts off a little slow, and then all of a sudden, there's a big heat, right? All of a sudden, it's a big heat, and you really want to monitor this thing before it gets out of control and someone gets really burned, yeah? you got to monitor this thing. Once you start to feel the heat, you've got to handle it. You cannot go any further. You can't. You can't go another day. You can't go another day day another 24 hours without wait a minute sit down we gotta i'm feeling i'm feeling the heat here right i don't know where it's coming from but it's hot it's hot and it's not the kind of passion that i'm in love with you with okay it's not that kind of hot yes so when you start to feel that heat that is the time to get on top of it and when you start to feel uh even before you start to feel the heat you'll start to feel pressure you ever feel like something's pulling on you or something's pressing you and you all kind of kind of irritated and not really in your right mood, but not elevated enough to blow, right? Not elevated enough to get angry, but it's, you're just a little angst, a little, mm, just like a little pushing in the wrong places and you could get annoyed, right? When you start to feel like that, That's that's a sign, all right? Something's got to be handled. It's when we ignore that phase that something happens and it just keeps elevating, right? And it could, like like I was saying in my relationships, that we would start to get irritated about stuff and then we, we reckon with, wait a minute, it's not even about us. What's going on right now? Why are we at each other? This has nothing to do with us, with somebody drugged in between us, yes? Okay, that is the type of stuff that I'm telling you to watch out for. These are the types of ways that we feel. A lot of folks wait. They go, ah, they're all kind of annoyed today. Eh, let me let it go. They'll wake up tomorrow, be okay. Not so much, don't do that, okay? Some people will say, you know what, I gotta give them space. I disagree, I say don't do that because why? You could be right, they'll wake up and they'll wake up in a good mood and it's great, but what happens when we don't handle stuff is just got a way of coming back in. Sometimes it's a mask. We don't really want to be mad. Uh, let me just kind of, whatever I was feeling yesterday, let me get rid of it, <laughs> okay? I hate being that way, I hate being the bad guy, yes? I say not to let it go because whatever it is never evaporates. It just doesn't, people, okay? we got to handle, I think, everything. Whenever you see really great and what we call golden couples, it's never luck that they're that way. It might be actually... To the benefit of them both, that they both have these kindred spirits, where they're they're happy people, right? They don't, you know, like a lot of mess, and they're very tidy with their uh, upkeep on their management of themselves, right? They're tidy, they're tight, uh, so so they're good. So a lot of times we have that going for us that you know two people get together that have those spirits. They're happy, they're happy people they're not confrontational they're not irritable so they look from a distance like wow you know those people have the perfect relationship okay but even those people have issues that come in because once again it's not always about us but it's about the baggage that we bring in okay it's not always about it's a bad day at the office to throw off your relationship sometimes sometimes it will Okay, maybe not a bad day at the office, but a string of bad days and a string of bad months and a string of bad years of a lot of distractions throws off your relationship. Because the only place that we have to let our hair down and stretch out our back, okay, and take off our shoes is our home. Okay, it's our home. Everywhere else, we're buttoned up. We got to be, eh, you got to have your shoes on. They got to be tied. Yes, (laughs) right? You got to be buttoned up, right? Clothes got to be on, right? Uh, And the hat, some sort of hat's got to be worn, right? It's got to be a little modesty with our personal life, a little privacy with who we are. Yes, keeping some stuff behind, for the appropriate place for Jesus, if I can just get home today, man, right? You ever have those days? Ah, I'm so aggravated. I don't want to show, I don't want to show this side of me, I got to get home, right? Because you know, you can't wait to get to a place where you could just be yourself, relax, whoever it is that you need to be at that time, right? And you have an understanding with your partner that you can be that way because this is my home, right? This is my home. I could be that way. Yes. We all have to have that space and we all need that kind of time to to be able to sort things, okay, to think, okay, to measure our feelings so that we can comb it, all right, solve it, all right, file it, and we're back and we're back to being our happy go-lucky selves, yes? And we do all that stuff at home. But what happens when we do all that stuff at home, the, the partner that we love, our committed love, right, gets to see all of that. Right? They get to see all that as much as we want to hold it back. We got to let it go sometimes. And when you're letting go of that and when you're relaxing and you're trying to get that off your, off your back, at home sometimes what does that do we're more irritable we're trying to sort things it puts us in a bad mood we're snappy whatever it is that we ha- that happens we start biting at the people around us because why because we can right because we can that's why all right we can't behave that way at the with bo- the boss right get your ass in here you know what the hell's taking you so long yeah? You ever say that to your boss, (laughs) right? (laughs) Have you ever said that to your partner? Uh, Get your ass in here, what the hell's taking you so long? All right, not everybody speaks that way, but you know what I'm getting at, right? We can't talk that way out there, right? But when we get home and we're in a mood, we could say those things, can't we, yes? And what's going to happen? Your partner will say, oh, bad day at the office, love, right? Get a hold of that, come back, yes? Bad day at the office, sweetheart. Oh, let's see what we can do about that, right? Come on. Isn't that that great? That's what we get back, right? That's what we get back. Now, what happens when we do all that and we are a repeat offender and it happens too frequently get your ass in here. What the hell's taking you so long? If you do that more than 3 days in a row, you're gonna have a problem. <laughs> all right? You can do it every now and then. But if you do it consistently and continually and it's frequently, now you're gonna be up for a divorce at home. Yes? That is correct, right? That's correct. So we get all this baggage that we have to carry from wherever, miscellaneous places, God only knows, yes? And we can't always be the the, the battle out there. We can't always be, we have to really go home, we gotta think about it, I gotta choose my words carefully, I could lose this account, right? If I lose this account, I might lose my job, you know? So we gotta be very careful and sometimes we gotta tiptoe around the issues that's going on out there, okay? But when we get home, we can relax. Ah, oh, don't talk to me right now. I'm in, I've had a horrible day. I just need a lot of space, please. And now that starts a little uh, at home, right? It takes a very beautiful understanding relationship that has really good understanding to allow people that space. You know, you know your partner's caring, it. And, and, and then what you do is that partner, you're like, man, I know they're carrying a heavy load right now out there, whatever it is. Okay. How can I be the best that I can be with what they're dealing with right now? That's, that's, what, that's what I used to do personally. I know something's happening. I could see it. <laughs> right. I can hear it. How do I be the best thing that my partner needs right now? What do I need to say, not say? What do I need to do to make it nice for them here? What can I do to sort of neutralize and diffuse what's happening with them so that it doesn't lay eggs at home, okay? So that it doesn't take root in any part of our home, right? So those are the things that used to go through my mind when I knew my partner was going through something. I used to be like, oh, you know, and I, I could see something's happening without being, oh, you know, without digging. Without, I, don't, I really, you know, it depends on who you are, people. And I'm not going to tell you ever what, what to be because everybody does things differently and everybody manages the way they manage according to their personality. But the way I handle things is I would take a look at who could I best be right now, okay, under that strain, okay. Um, I could, you know, so what I would do is I would do a lot of different things depending on what was happening. I would give some space, okay. I would give some space, but I would be there so that they knew I was accessible to them, okay. I would not vacate, I would be like, you know what, is there anything special that I can make you for dinner? I would go out to the market. I would bring back something special that I knew that they liked. Okay. I would soften the edges in the home and file as, as much as I could just to make it better for them when I knew they were dealing with something out there. So that when they came home, that there were no edges. Okay. And there was nothing biting. Does that make sense? All right, so those are the things that I would do. And when I, because I did that, I gave credit to the very long marriage and partnership that I had because I did that, that I didn't go against that grain. Like when that mood came home, I didn't go against it with, with my claws, <laughs> all right? I didn't take my claws out on those days, all right, unless it did something personally offensive to me. That, that, that changes everything, yes, how, how we work things, Yes. I didn't go against that grain, okay? When I knew my partner needed extra support, I, that was not the day that I talked about moving into a bigger home, <laughs> right? That wasn't the day that I talked about having another baby. Why isn't it happening? What's happening with you, huh? <laughs> right? That wasn't the day that I talked, complained about the children, all right? I managed, that's how I managed, okay? And me managing like that uh, gave my partner some freedom to sort, figure out, decompress, so they could think about and be very conscientious about what their role was in that house with their family and what they needed to do and what their role was is and what they had to do out there. And it gave them a clearer mind without me drawing all over their brain that day. Right? You know what I mean? It, you know, because sometimes here's, here's the other opposite end of that, of that same scenario. Your partner comes home, they're dealing with something. Well, where were you? They come home a little late and, and they're agitated when they get in. Well, is that the greeting I get? What the heck? I've just been cooking all day. You haven't even... What's, what? 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 come back here. There's a different scenario there. Now what happens is, yes, your partner's dealing with something, but now your partner's got to deal with you, all right, in a way that is not favorable. Thank you, yes? Nobody, nobody wants to deal with, with the clause and that sort of agitation and confrontation when you are trying to work stuff out, out there, and you're and here, right? I'm in here, and damn, this is where I'm supposed to be, right? I got to work things out. Here's this is where I live, right? So you really have to allow your partner to be able to do those things. Am I making sense to you at this time? You, you with me? All right. So if your partner comes in uh, and you know that they're strained or they're late and they're in a bad mood or whatever, or they come in complaining or they come in and they walk right past you, right? You're like, what the heck? Right? I've, been, I've been sitting here cooking for five hours, <laughs> Mwah, right? You have to, sometimes you just have to get, because you have. You can never forget that that's the only place that they can be. You hope so, right? Don't get them to a place where they're going someplace else to be like that, right? Because they, now all of a sudden maybe we, we're, we're losing them, yes, <laughs> right? that is the place where they're supposed to be that's the only place that they can be to sort and be who they are and 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 sometimes that is being angry people we cannot blow up at our we cannot fire our boss someone said that to me many 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 years ago and they were giving me a talk about uh, it was I was starting to work for new boss and this other manager on an equal, sort of lateral position, i like to say, right? Well, uh, gave me a talk about how to really be subservient, is that the word? To be, to always remember that no matter what, that's, they're still the boss, whether they're right, wrong, blue, green, yellow, purple, whatever. The color of the day, yes, the color code of the day. You're the boss, the beginning of the day. And they're going to be the boss at the end of today, right? And that's pretty much what the talk was about, all right? So the talk was about you can't fire your boss, (laughs) right? You can't fire your boss, lady. I want you to know that. So you're going to have to find a way to work with people, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. And it wasn't that I had this talk because I wasn't workable. They wanted me because I was too workable, you know? And I had that reputation of being very, very compatible with everybody. But they were letting me know how to work with this particular human being. And by that time I got that, I received that conversation. I had worked with some of the most difficult people in the world, so that wasn't an issue for me. But it was a really good conversation because what I did with that conversation was. I sort of branched it out into a lot of different scenarios and a lot of different people. Okay. And I thought about that because I thought about it even with my husband. Now, am I gonna fire my husband today because he's in a bad mood? Of course not. That's dumb. That'll be really stupid of me, right? So I, I started looking at that conversation like like that, with a lot of different people. Like, I might be a little upset with them, or they might be a little upset with me, but do I want to fire them today? No, I don't want to fire them today. I don't want to, I'm not going to fire them, okay? Uh, so, it, it was a very funny conversation. It was a really good conversation that it branched out, not with me and my boss, because I was always very good there, but it branched out with me with a lot of different kinds of people in your life that, come on, you know, we're not so mad that we would fire them, or are you, right? (laughs) It was like that, yes? That is what I did with my partner when I saw it was edgy. By me giving and allowing that space, by me taking on a different approach, by me uh, looking at and giving great effort at who could i best be right now because maybe i need to do something different today maybe i need to be a little more patient okay maybe the special meal needs to be invested in today okay maybe that back rub is a good idea tonight you know the, uh, you know accommodating accommodating and it is a service people we marry people we get into these relationships why do we get into relationships? Because we love, we want the service, <laughs> right? We want their service, and we want it from them and them only, yes? We want to be serviced by them. That's what it is, right? It's an exchange, right? It's a fair exchange of beautiful emotions, yes? From those people, yes? That we fall in love with, right? So, I looked at my partner at what sort of best service could I be to them on, on certain particular days? Okay. Now what you do is, is like I said before, if you take, you know, um, uh, a, a difficult mood and it happens, uh, frequently now, all of a sudden you've got a problem in your relationship. Yes. Because nobody, nobody wants to have that sort of difficulty when you, when that even surfaces, let me paint a picture for that. Your partner comes in and they're just difficult and it's now, wait a minute, it's like months at a time I'm dealing with this. All right. Every now and then we have a good time, but for the most part, it's, it's, it's very edgy. You know, you're dealing with something and it really hasn't been dealt with. It hasn't been dealt with. And you're really going to have to sit your partner down and not integrate. And I have this list right now. It's driving me crazy. You can't, um, interrogate them. You can't give them an ultimatum. When you know people are going through something, you know something horrible is wrong, especially if their whole mood is changed. You're Like, wait a minute, how could I pounce on people that I love when I see that they're struggling with something? It's not the time people. That is one of the largest mistakes we make in our relationships is that we take it personal. Well, yeah, but they were—they—they they didn't service me that night. I didn't get serviced, right? They didn't do what they normally do with me, okay? You're, but you—but you see that your pro, your partner's going through something. They're struggling with something. What they need is your attention. They need your love. They need your compassion. They need your empathy. But the last thing you should hurl at them is your anger, okay? They need understanding, okay? They need for you to do the right kind of prying, (laughs) all right? It's got to be the right kind, right? Depending on the personality, depending on their disposition, all right? How closed are they and and will they open and, and what can you do and how can you sort of neutralize and diffuse, all right? But they need your attention, Okay, and uh, all depending on how we handle these types of moods can really be the measurement of will this marriage even end? Because sometimes it happens, people. Because it's the way we handle things with people is the reason why marriages dissolve. Okay, one crossword leads to another and another and another, and there's a build up, and uh, with a, a little bit of time just like the couch underneath my clothing we won't be able to identify what really went wrong because now there's all this stuff in the way it's like oh my god it's that 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 and it's like well I don't know what it was that broken up but it was so many things right it's so many things under this big pile right But it's not. It wasn't so many things. The very thing that it was about, we never got to the bottom of. Okay. It would would have been the, like if my husband would have gotten home and that I would have never cleared the couch. Okay. What would have happened if I just, if I refused to clear the couches, he would have done it for me. This, I don't know what's happening with this stuff, but I'm putting it back in your closet. (laughs) All right. I'm putting it back. All right. so he would have looked to be the, the mr. fix it he would have been like I'm gonna clean this up all right but if it would have stayed there and I would have refused to do it and he would have said I ain't doing it I didn't put it there and I would have said well I'm tired I don't feel like doing it and that's how I feel right now then you could see how things we re- 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 go into opposite ends of the relationship and it's never good when we don't meet in the middle yes when we start going on different sides of the partnership, what happens is we start walking in the wrong directions. And before you know it, it's, it's an equivalent to miles. <laughs> it's miles, right? You're miles away from me, and I'm not sure what step to take to bring us back. That's what happens to a lot of people. And they don't know how to get back people, so you know what they do? One of the partners just goes and files. I didn't think you, what do you mean you filed today? I didn't think, well, we weren't speaking, okay? You never got back to me. That's how it happens, like that, okay? Just like that, with no conversations, with no figuring it out, okay? Just boom, bam, it's over. I'm out of here, I'm gone. Just like that. That's what happens, people, just like that. And that partner or both partners are divided and done and divorced and neither one of them will really be able to tell you what really happened. They'll say a whole lot of other stuff. Well, this happened. She came home. She was always in a bad mood. She stopped cooking for me, you know, and then she was late at the office and she started going out with the girls. But you know what? That's not what broke up the marriage. That was all the stuff that they threw on top of the original problem, but that's not what the breakup was about, okay? They never got to the real reason and the bottom of what happened to begin with. They never did. They spoke about everything that happened after the fact. She no longer cooked for me. He was late at the office, all right? He didn't speak to me nice, right? He stopped calling me. He stopped calling me, babe, right? I stopped feeling special. The back massages stopped, right? He went to the movies with the guys, right? All this other stuff came in, right? He didn't get me the present I wanted. She didn't take the time to even know what I wanted, right? That's what happens. And all of a sudden, you got... They go to the court, the courthouse and they say, we have all these differences, <laughs> right? The judge asks ask again, what happened? What was the breakdown of this marriage? Well, she stopped cooking for me. He doesn't call me babe, right? He stays home. He stays away from the house, right? It's everything but what the real problem was. They never talk about it because they don't even know what it is because it's so much stuff that they can no longer see it. They can't see it. It got buried. It got buried with all the distractions. Because all that, well, that stuff is just a distraction. It's not the real problem. Okay? That's not how the real problem got started. Okay? That's all the distractions of a problem that, were, that they avoided. They avoided and they just piled up one, one thing at a time over it. Okay? It became their relationship. It became the problem, became the lost couch, right? It's the case of the lost couch, right? So, what I say to you is this at the sign of, just as I explained before, of, um, uh, you know, something's wrong today. I don't know what. I don't want to pry. I just want to give him some space. I want you to, to be sure that you're clearing it out, that it's not manifesting okay that it's not building that it's not growing into a beast it's not growing into a monster it's not growing okay it can't you cannot allow it to get to be piled up high that it's now higher than your love okay right you can't you can't allow it to ever build okay it can't build so high that you don't even know and can't see the top it cannot be more bigger than the love between you Okay, if you find if you ever find yourself in a position and you cannot come together because something's in the way, that is the time that you've got to handle it immediately. You've got to handle it and you've got to handle it and you have to insist on it. Okay, it doesn't mean to give people ultimatums or to beat them up over it, it just means that you know, want to know something, you got to let people know that you love them, you care about them, and you care enough about. The, the commitment that I've made to you to help our relationship. If this gets lost, we go away. And that's my mentality in relationships, that if we don't fix this, okay, all right, if this gets lost, our relationship goes away, okay? And this is what I'd say to you. When things are small, when they're, when they're self-contained, to, to make the motions and do the right things. And w- what used to happen with me and my relationships when I handled it that way, I didn't want things to manifest. It's very difficult for me to be in a house with mad people. I don't like to manage my life like that, to be in a house and you're walking on eggshells in your own house. You know, come on, right? No, I, I don't think, this, does anybody really like that? And you know what, I've heard people do it. She's on that side of the house, right? He's on that side of the house, right? And people live like that for a very long time. And I could never live with that kind of energy. It produces horrible things, all right? You could feel it. It feels terrible, all right? I got to clear it out. It doesn't mean it's cleared out in a day. It doesn't mean it's cleared out in a week. Sometimes it takes time. Just, but, but working on it working on it and not allowing a distraction that it gets buried you got to work on it listen you know I know you know I know you're dealing with something but I want to I want to work on it whatever it is I want to get to the bottom of it and you really do have to get to the bottom of it you got to find that is it you is it the is it the deodorant is it the job is it the work is it the boss is it the mother is it this is what my husband and I used to do okay and then we would come up with stuff and we'd be like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, it's these people, right? It ain't us at all. It's these people, right? And we would be like, wait a minute. And we had a few of those episodes in our marriage where things were getting a little tight, you know? And we would take a look around and start, you know, sifting like flour through our relationship, coming up with what's happening here. And we, you know, when you're trying to sift your flour and you come up with, 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 with some chunky things, you're know, like, wait a minute, there's this the flower's got not coming out anymore, right? You know, some cookies or something in here, something, a little something. I don't know what's happening in here, but it's, it's anything but flour coming out of this thing. And when you realize that it's not so easy in your relationship, you realize that, that you're stuck. There's a problem there. And that is the time to work on it. That is the time. And depending on, depending on your disposition, your, your personality, uh, whether, you know, whoever your partner is and who, who you love being is how you work on it. But what I insist on with you is that you do work on it and don't allow it to go away. And don't ever believe when people say, eh, I'm fine today. I say don't ever go with that. Don't ever go with that because if you go with that, the problem will manifest will get bigger and it will build even when people say it's nothing. The fact that it wasn't handled, it won't go away. It won't, people. I'm telling you it won't go away. Okay. I want you to deal with it and I want you to deal with it so that you save your marriage so that you save your relationship okay i'm going to take a break i'm going to take a break i'm going to take a break i'll be back in a moment and when i come back i'm going to talk about the the newer relationships how to handle those relationships back in a moment and we 're back you 're listening to Bear this and that relationship radio i 'm your host Cynthia de well it 's a beautiful pleasure to have an opportunity to come to you today on this beautiful Monday up on the northeast if you 're having a great day like me well congratulations i tell you we 're going to have an amazing week yes i 'm talking about what today people i 'm talking about you know what i don 't know about you, but uh, everybody everybody wears a different hat. I don't like war. I don't. I really don't. And I really don't like war with the people that I love, right? It's very uncomfortable for me, right? And you know what? Even with other people, with everybody, I don't like war, you know? It doesn't mean that I believe that everyone should love each other or even you don't even have to like people, but it's just I like to be respectful. And let me say maybe the right word is, is in sort of in sync with people you know that there's harmony you know that we have an understanding people of diversity and it's peaceful and it's liberating and it feels good okay but to be at war with people when it's you love people oh uh, right <laughs> it's no right so today I'm talking about making love to win the war okay making love to win the war You do this however you please. I'm giving some scenarios on what we can do so that we don't get into a war with our partner. You ever see that movie War with the Roses? Have you ever had a relationship like that? I'm sure some people, I never have. Oh my God, you know, I've never had a relationship like that. If it got close to being that way, I'm out of there, you know, <laughs> I would leave long before it, it elevates to, to those temperatures, you know, that, that, that scene, I, I am not up for those scenes at all, you know, you give me a li- just a little bit of dose in that, and I don't have a lot of tolerance or patience for that, for those types of scenes. So it's very entertaining to see while I'm sitting at the movies. But to, but to be to say that I could go home to that no I would just like nah you know I'm not going home to that so here's what I'm doing today is I'm giving you I'm giving you some scenarios on when stuff starts to come and because it's inevitable that it doesn't it's always going to come in but the the how do you keep out your the outside the beauty of your door from coming in your door and making a home there. And these are the things that I was just talking about. You know, our partners come home with that mood, they come home, it's on their back, it's in their knapsack, it's in their briefcase, right? As soon as they open it up, boom, you know, it's making a debut, you know, so it's, it's knowing really and learning how to manage difficult times. Uh, When things come in and, and there's a little heat, you know, between you and it's not of the good kind, it's knowing how to manage those times with your partner. And it's important, people, it's a skill, it's part of who we are. It's trying, it's trial and error. Well, I tried that, that didn't work, let me try this, right? So, we don't have a manual for all of our partners. We just don't. We don't sometimes know what to do. And sometimes, what happens with our partners is what we did last year is not working this time, (laughs) right? Because it's something different. All right, what what you did last year to fix it is no longer working this time. All right, so now you know you got to come up with something different. So we got to be creative. But here's here's the backdrop to to the kind of bones we need. You, we have to we have to be like a pillar of strength. And there is a certain percentage of time in the relationships that we have to stand back and I don't I don't like the term. Well, you just have to uh, suck it. I don't believe in that thing. I don't believe in them because that doesn't solve anything. Because what, what happens when you've got to do that? Well, you just have to sit and suck it up. And I say no. You know why I say no to that? Because what you're asking, you're asking a partner that hasn't uh, incurred anything okay, to, to, to bring in and kind of sort of take on a problem with no questions asked that's what you're doing when you when you tell them to do those things so I don't like those that that sort of saying that that people have would just suck it up and ignore because what it also says it says just to kind of go with it and let it go just forget about it right I don't like that all right I do that I was raised by an Italian so I could do that okay Uh, (laughs) these funny things that I come up with all right um I believe that when we suck up things, we're not, that also means we're not dealing with things. We're not dealing with it. We're just kind of just break, break out the vacuum cleaner and it's going to be gone. It's like a magic genie, right? The vacuum cleaner is the magic genie. It's just suck things up and voila, they're gone, right? They're off the carpet. and Now they're out of the way. Well, life doesn't work that way. Right? Our problems do not dissolve When you turn on the vacuum cleaner, at the drop of a hat, like a magical thing. Okay, we have to deal with it, and we have to deal with very uncomfortable things. But it has to be dealt with because you want to know why. Whatever happens to to when you go to vacuum and someone hasn't emptied the bag for a while. You ever do that? You ever go into the office and you go to run the vacuum, and, and it's really not what you do in your office. But, oh, man, so you spill something, and you got to go find the vacuum in the office, okay? You get a hold of the vacuum, and you turn on the on switch, and this big balloon, to, you know, blows up in the back of it, right? It's like, what the heck is that? The vacuum cleaner's pregnant, honey, right? What that Something's happening, right? Something's happening. The, the vacuum cleaner is having babies, right? Right? Um, but what they've noticed is what you notice, you look down, it's not picking up anything, okay? Because it's it's just sucking everything up and it's not handle and it's handling nothing. All right, you with me? It's sucking everything up. Ooh, got it, gone, right? It's sucking everything up, but nothing has been managed. Okay? It hasn't been managed. It hasn't been dealt with, it's all in the bag, <laughs> right? It's all in the bag. And the reason why the bag is full is because they haven't managed it correctly. Somebody left the bag there time and time and time again. God only knows how many times this floor has been cleaned because this vacuum cleaner is expecting any minute today. Today, right? Um, So I look at our lives like that that we can do that and there's a lot of people that go through their whole lives and every time they have a problem you hear the vacuum cleaner running the house right (laughs) right oh god you know i wish they would deal with something today right um it manifests. And, and you know what? When the, the, the worry about things when they manifest is it creates all kinds of things that shouldn't be there like I was just describing. Now, all of a sudden, you don't even know. You, you ever suck something up in the vacuum cleaner? You ever suck up a piece of uh, an important piece of paper? Or did you ever drop your, somebody dropped their wedding ring and oops, you heard uh, like the sound of metal getting sucked up? but the bag is so full you don't even know where to look for this thing that you just sucked up that's got big value. Wait a minute, that can't get sucked up. That's, That's our marriage license. Wait a minute, right? That goes away and gets thrown away in the garbage. We're done, all right? We didn't handle that problem, and that problem was a big one, okay? That was a big problem, and it's somewhere in that vacuum cleaner, and I don't know where to look, and you dump it out, right? You ever, have you ever had to dump out a bag in a vacuum cleaner that's full, that's pregnant, right? Where did you do the dumping, and how were you able to identify the value of whatever got sucked up in that thing, all right? Something big got sucked up in it, which shouldn't be there, yes? This is how I look at that when well, we don't deal with stuff. Yes, yes, they're pleasant. Yes, they're back in their great mood. But somewhere it's sitting because it hasn't been dealt with. And in the next fight, the next argument, the next irritation at the office, okay, it comes home and, it, and it's bigger than ever. Why? Because it sat there and it was building without you really being able to see it and that you weren't able to take notice. You weren't taking notice of it, okay? I find those relationships to be dangerous, (laughs) right? Dangerous sometimes because you never really know when that sneaky thing is just gonna whip out right? With no notice, right? Because it wasn't dealt with, you know, it wasn't dealt with five years ago. Now here it is today making a debut for the very first time. Ouch, right? I thought we had gotten over that. What do you mean? We never even talked about it. yet. but I thought that meant you were you were done with it, right? So that stuff goes back and forth between couples. When you're dealing with stuff, it doesn't mean it has to be some long drawn out thing. And I know there's a lot of guys that are guilty of this and I'm not being sexist here, but it's true. Some people just like, man, I'm in a good mood. We got over it. We're done. We're here. Let it go now. I say no. I say, man, you got to you got to settle it because it can't bounce out five years from today. It can't come out of left field around the corner without people knowing about it whether right you ever feel blindsided by your partner it's like whoa where did that come from you know it's like foreign you feel like there's fl- foreign objects flying around your home right whoa <laughs> where did that come from my god you know I thought we had been done with that or you forgot about it what's the worst thing where your partner hurls something at and you don't even remember it he's <laughs> like what the What are you talking about? Are you sure that was me? Maybe that was in the last marriage that happened, yes? You hear where I'm going with this, all right? If you really wanna keep your marriage clean, your relationships honest, as it comes, just like your closet, okay? It's gotta be cleaned, okay, right? If you're if you're anything like me, I can't stand a cluttered closet. I, it's it's either I got room for it. I was I came from the school that if I if my closet looks great and it's perfect, in order to buy new outfits, I got to get rid of something that's in there. I can't keep I can't cram stuff in this thing. I can't say I, I got to have space between all my clothing that I that I could like identify the clothing right. You ever have closets and and there's no space between them and they're they're almost ruined, right? They're almost ruined because they're so smashed together, right? You can't even identify them, okay? Uh, I used to have this whole thing. If I buy three new outfits today, that means three things have got to, I got to donate three things, okay? I got to throw away three things, right? At any rate, I have to make room in my closet. I cannot jam anything else. It's perfect right now it's just the way i like it okay and sifting and sorting like that kept i kept a clean system okay and handling our relationships is the same keeping it clean so that nothing unhealthy builds. and what i also find people and here's something that i really i really believe in that if we keep a lot of unhealthy stuff Okay, that you're not doing anything with and it's just sitting there not being dealt with, it doesn't really make room for a lot of the good stuff to develop in your relationships. You understand where I'm going with this? Okay? It doesn't make room and space for the good stuff that you want to bring in and develop. It just doesn't. Okay? It just doesn't make room for it. All right? So if you really want to keep it clean, okay? Whenever it is that was bothering your husband, whenever it is that was on your wife's mind, you really want to really get to the bottom of it and you want to clear it out. So the root of, of that monster doesn't take and catch on to anything in your house, okay? And that you get rid of it so that when people come in, that your home feels clean. I'm not talking about the dishes. I'm talking about the energy that's in your home that it feels good, okay? The karma is good, the energy is sweet, okay? There's plenty of loving, okay? That means there should be no space between you. And what I mean by that is there's nothing blocking you, okay? There's nothing blocking you. That's what I mean by that when I say that there's nothing blocking you. And when there's nothing blocking you, There's no reason why you're not going to have an amazing relationships. And these happy couples can talk about it all day. Okay. Anytime there's hesitancy or something, it's because there's something in the way that you guys have not dealt with. Okay. Okay. I want to go on to new loves when we start having issues with new loves. Uh, new love, as well as a long time love, can be just as devastating when we stumble and we start tripping yes it 's all the measurements of the heart it 's all how much you love people. sometimes new love is the worst because you felt you're in you 're still in the new part of the discovery mode of your love, and sometimes people fall so deeply, and some of us fall very hard, yes it 's like woof. you don 't even know what happened to you it 's like what happened to them, right? Uh, and and when you start, and when things start to run shaky, within the first year or the first two years, it can be absolutely devastating. And some people around us don't understand what's happening. I don't understand why she's so upset. She's only known that boy for a year. It's under it's under two years. They're not even married yet, and she's so upset, or he's devastated. And it's that girl. That girl. That like girl. because it's it 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 doesn't matter the length of time that people have been together. It's the heaviness of their heart is where it gets to them. That's the problem. The time doesn't matter. People fall head over heels in love with people in months, sometimes immediately, immediately. It doesn't matter people that they've only known each other for 15 months. Okay, and, and a lot of people don't understand. They always equate it to, geez, they're not even married yet. They're not even going together a long time. They don't even know each other that well. She doesn't know him that well. I don't know, understand how she could be taking it so badly. That's what happens, people. It's the measurement of our hearts, okay? It's how much how heavy your heart is, okay? If you are so, so in love with people, a breakup for you is going to be devastating, whether it's three months or whether it's 30 years, okay? That's true. It'll be just as devastating. And as a matter of fact, sometimes people in 30-year relationships break up easier than the newer loves because some people are falling out of love. (laughs) You know what I mean? It all depends on where your heart is. Because then another couple will say, well, I don't understand how he's looking at other people already. They just broke up and they were together 30 years because he was out of love even when he was sitting there. That's why. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, has, no, it has no bearing on how long people have been together. It has everything to do with the weight of our heart. How much in love are you? It has everything to do with that and people sometimes mix that up and they're very confused by it I don't know how she could be going out with that guy she just broke up last week right 25 years we're together. she was just in divorce court and there she is out dating and flirting all over the town right it's because the love had dimmed even in the relationship and we didn't know to separate right That's what couples do, right? It's just like when we're overtired. You ever have work big work jobs and assignments and projects? Whatever it is that you're doing in your life, and man, you just got to stay up. You're exhausted. And and somebody will walk up to you and say, you're so damn tired, you don't even have the sense enough to lay down, right? But, (laughs) right? Um, It's like that. People stay together for all sorts and kinds of reasons. And some people get into an agreement that um, we don't really want to break up because we own this, we own that, we got all these kids, right? We got all these responsibilities. And it would really devastate and traumatize our family, our children. And it would jeopardize the prosperity of our livelihoods if we start to separate everything and business. And they agree to, st- to stay together and they agree to stay together for as long as they raise the children or whatever age they decide. I've known parents that did that, that as soon as the kids got into college, they were done. Okay. They thought the kids are old enough now to understand that, you know, mommy and daddy aren't together again. And they're, you know, they're growing up and we're going to tell them that we're done here, but we still love them and we're still a family. And a lot of people have done that, and people I've known have done that. But that's why and, and how people do those things. Because the people that they were with, they were, they were falling out of love with or the love had dimmed long ago, but yet they were still together, okay? So the amount of time where people are devastated about heartbreaks or they're having a hard time should be understandable when you realize that it's about the heart loving something and not about the amount of time that they've been in love. When you put the two together, it makes sense but it still has no real bearing. It depends on the heart, how heavy the heart is, that you really, really love people, okay? All right? It doesn't matter if it's three months, six months, seven months. Some people are devastated after seven, when a seventh-month relationship ends because they fell deep and they fell hard. They fell hard, they fell deep. It's, it, was, it was horrible for them, Yes? When you're in a new love and it starts to tremble, to shake a little bit. It can be very difficult because under a year's time, I could really honestly say to you, you do not know them. You don't. Okay. You don't know them yet. Right. Under a year's time, you don't know them. OK, it takes years to really get to know people because it takes different experiences that you have to see to know them. OK, and we're not going to have all of those experiences in a very short amount of time, even as, as a person that <coughs> is very good with people. You still need to have different experiences with people to see them in different scenarios, situations to know how they handle things because with everything that they're managing there'll be something different. You'll see a little difference and you'll see, oh okay, they're like that when they're like that. Okay. Right? They're like that when they're like that, yes? And you get to know and that's how you learn how to manage your partner. There's books and there's counselors and there's therapists and there's people like me always oh forever and always to show you the way to manage people and to do things. But it's also 100% predicated on who you're dealing with. I don't believe it's a one-stop shop for all people. It's impossible, people. That cannot happen. This is why we go to our amazing therapists and counselors and they handle us individually because even they need to sit in front of you. I need him here. You ever gone in without your partner to a therapist? And what does the therapist say? Could you please get them here? <laughs> right? Is there a way that I could make a phone call? Okay. I can help you in this relationship, but it would be much easier if I could help if I knew who you were dealing with. Okay. So, and this is why really good therapists insist that both partners come in. Okay. Otherwise, she could be talking to the choir. She doesn't know who she's talking to. Yes. Because what if you're not able to really communicate in a way that that she or he can build the picture for you of success? Yes. The point is, folks, it's impossible to know people, you know, everything and how to handle and what to do. And this is why sometimes we're so shaken in new relationships, because what do we say to our girlfriends? I don't know what to do, right? What do I do? Right? And that's where it hits that episode, that segment. You don't know what to do. Okay. You don't know because sometimes people want to be really checked upon. Well, you didn't check in with me. But then if you check in too much with somebody, she's hounding me. You don't really know what to do. You don't know what the answer is. Okay, so you you become at a loss and, all of, and a lot of those relationships end because some of us just stop doing anything because you don't know what to do. You just get, you go, you know what, I'm just going to go to the next one. All right. Eh. Some really in love people will wait and pine away and they'll pine away and they'll pine away and they might fix it. All right. <laughs> they might pine away, they might fix it. Because they don't go away because they're still longing for that love. Those are the people that really crash when they uh, fall in love, right? Man, they are in love. It's like an anchor in their heart, yes? It's all about people, uh, new love to long love. About the ability to want to be in love. I really believe that. It's... I think sometimes it's not even so much the problems. I, I, I believe that. And, and I have believed that uh, very early on in my relationships with people, that it's about wanting to be in love with people. Okay, So that sometimes if the split is easy, it's because sometimes those people don't always make a commitment to you. Okay, so that the slightest little bit of problem or a big problem or an important problem gets in the way and it's and it sits there and it can't be moved. (laughs) Right. It can't be moved. Right. So this is the young breakups. This is the new love here that I'm speaking to right now. Right. You're going to have two people that uh, commit to each other and they look at each other and they both say at the same time, I want to be in love with you like that. I want to be in love with you. You know, I'm in love with you and your partner says, I'm in love with you. Silly, right? I want to be in love with you. And that the both of you could say that at the same time. Okay. That, That philosophy, that theory on love can just about overcome anything. Almost. Okay. I don't say everything. Okay. But it can... That philosophy of love can over, can can really challenge anything, almost everything. Everything can't be challenged, but almost every but almost anything can. Does that make sense? Because it's a commitment that we make with our heart. That's what I'm talking about right now with new love. That new love crashes and the new love shakes and all that's all the shakedowns on the new love that happens. That kind of shakes shakes you down breaks you down and then shakes you, out. <laughs> right? shakes you out, right? So this is the new love. To me, I look at it that it's about a commitment first. Once you have the commitment first, just about anything that comes onto your table will be handled. And what I will say, at least you'll have two people coming together to, 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 to want to work it out. That is what I find with new love with two people that have made the commitment that they want to be in love but just not in love but that they want to be in love with you okay that you're the one that they have made a decision i don't care what happens when i fall in love it's going to be with that one right over there (laughs) right it's like that right i don't care what happens but when i fall in love i'm going to be in love with you okay and i'm starting to feel it right now it's coming on right i'm feeling it right now i'm falling in love with you and it's you and when two people make that commitment you're you're good okay so that when the things do come in folks uh the 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 urge that you will have that will come very natural to you is you you will be very cooperative with wanting to discover what the issues are, wanting to know your partner a little bit more, wanting to be uh, understanding, and most of all, wanting to learn because new relationships is all about learning. You really don't even know yet who they are. It's going to take years that you get to know so many things. It just does. You'll know what he's like when his parents come over. You'll know what he's like when he's angry with certain people. You'll know what kind of candy he likes to kick, on his way home from the office. You know what he's like when he's when he's upset with something personal with his children. You'll know all the different sides because you would have had the time now invested where you would have seen them. Okay. And each time we deal with something with our partner, we'll learn a little bit more of how they are. And we'll learn more about ourselves and how we handle it. because each experience we have with our partner we learn something new about ourselves that we didn't know because we got to take something out new i didn't have a tool for that but i discovered that i really did right i didn't know i had that tool i didn't realize that i could fix it but i did and somehow i pulled it out right and here we are it's years later now down the road here we are the commitment of love is very very important and uh, I bring this up as a very important conversation for me because a lot of times, you know, we look at people and we say, well, I didn't like the colored dress she always wore. Those dresses were ugly, so I got tired of seeing her in it, so I just broke up. You know, it's, it's a lot of minutiae of what we talk about, why we part ways. But I don't think those are the reasons, people. I think it's sometimes it's a way out. It's an excuse we weren't that interested. And here's the, the, the big, the biggest part of our relationships with people really didn't make the commitment. You didn't make the commitment. Okay. Because that little minutia, little thing over there was workable. It was, it was solvable. Okay. Did you really go to handle it? Or did you just kind of brush it aside and not really handle it? Did you allow other things to get in the way? Did you really, truly give it your best? Okay. Um, Making the commitment to love is so important. Uh, I believe making the commitment to love is all the time. I don't believe that should ever go away, okay? And this is where people get, you take me for granted. She really doesn't look at me the same way anymore. He doesn't talk to me and call me the pet names anymore. You know, I don't know what's happened. The commitment to falling in love, okay? It's got to happen all the time that you look at people and you say... Uh, I make a commitment. I did this with my last, with with my marriage. Um, we we did that, and I think we did it because we both had been in other relationships that were unsuccessful. They they didn't work, and neither one of us talked about why they didn't work. We just it was really good. It was it started off very healthy. That we didn't drag in the minutia. Well, you know, she was a nag and he was a jerk, and we didn't do that. We just, the relationships didn't work. Here we are, (laughs) right? We've had a little practice on the bikes and, and here we are, yes? So we did things that we hadn't, with our relationship, that we hadn't done with the previous ones. And one of the things that we did that was really, really good Well, we made a verbal contract every month. We did, a verbal contract. A verbal contract every month. And we would come together, and 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 um, um, my partner would say, "I really, really like you so much. I am falling in love with you still, you know, still falling. I'm still falling, <laughs> still falling in love." And I want to renew, if you don't mind, can I can I do that with you? And we just kept extending it. You know, we would come back to each other the same time every month, and we would talk to each other and we would say are you happy are you happy are you happy i'm happy anything bothering you no no you good yeah i'm good great okay all right smooth sailing hey we got another month out of the way <laughs> you know we just kept doing that and we did that for a very long time we did it for a long time until it got into years until it got into we were married okay that we 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 made the official commitment, the official commitment, and we kept doing that. And the reason we did it is because when we got together, we both said, <clears throat> we both said, we haven't had a lot of luck in their last relationships. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, we were both unhappy people. Correct. Yes. Um, what can we do? to keep it fresh to keep it happy to keep it good to keep it healthy what what can we do here to keep it to keep it so that it's flowing in the right direction and 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 I have to tell you for the most part in my very long relationship I was very happy and I I believe he was too very, very happy. I would never do his speaking for him. I don't believe in, in, uh, kissing and telling. I share the good things, but you notice I don't share like things that, that, you know, that I shouldn't be sharing. You know what I mean? I don't believe in representing, you know, if two people aren't here to represent. Uh, but those, but that is a successful thing we did. And that is a successful thing we did at the beginning of our partnership. And it worked like a charm. It really did. It was harmonious it kept us respectful we didn't raise our voices it was a friendship and i can honestly say to you that that sort of approach created a friendship which people is different than a relationship it is okay have you noticed how you are with your friends and how you're different with your partner some of you okay you're all yourself you're doing whatever you do with your friendships and it's a little different with your partner when your partner becomes your friend it changes the whole perception and the feeling of of your love it just does it it, it it's just different it was it, it it was the most different love i had ever had it was different from all the other relationships because we were friends and and we ended up being best friends which was really amazing There was a very long time we were be- we were best friends I would get the phone call he couldn't wait to call me about something me too blah 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 we couldn't get wait to go home we used to take each other to work drive in the same car we talked but t- it was amazing it was like you couldn't get us apart it was funny you know it was funny for a long time it's like man can we even separate them jesus you know it, we were very very funny for a very long time and the dynamic was is is it was the friendship that really kept the peace in the house i have to be very honest with you it's a, it's a friendship it's a different level of respect It's a very honorable thing when you're friends with someone. You make different packs with your friends than sometimes we do with our lovers. Some of us do. A lot of us, I'll say, well, they're my bestie too. Well, that's a new thing lately. But a lot of times there was a separation with a lot of people. They were the lovers and there's, there's my friends, yes? When you make friends with your relationships from the beginning, it creates a whole different feeling on what you argue about and how you deal with it. You just deal with stuff differently. You don't want things to mound. You're not afraid of your partner. You're not, you don't have any fear of them breaking up. Sometimes as, as folks, men and women are both guilty of this. We don't want to bring anything up because what do we say? I don't want to rock that boat. They're in a better mood. It's okay. It's, it's, it's a funky conversation. I don't want to have it. Thank you. Please let it go away. And it doesn't go away. Okay, but your friend, you you run to your friend with everything, yes? You don't care what it is, all right? In the middle of the night, you're calling up your friends on on a problem. But yet we don't want to go to our our lover with a problem, our partner with a problem, because we don't want to rock a boat. Rock the boat. You got to take the chance and rock the boat. I'm telling you to rock the boat, (laughs) all right? Blame it on me, right? What is it? George McRae. Blame it on George McRae. Rock the boat. Okay? It's worth it. Because if you have the fear of never going to them about anything, afraid of confrontation, walking on eggshells, the marriage and relationship will never be happy. You'll never be yourself. You'll never be able to relax. You'll never become friends with them. And, and, And it will always be... A uh, uh, iffy sort of relationship it could it could boom or it could last i don 't know which way it's going, right because you 're not really dealing with stuff you're just kind of storing stuff in the closet and everything else is going under the carpets. yes, rock the boat and start dealing newbies i 'm talking to you right now. start dealing with stuff immediately, okay in this relationship, the first issue I had. I didn't go home and talk to myself about it. I didn't. I handled it immediately before I left his house. (laughs) Right. Before the first time that something came across my radar, I was like, whoa, you know, I didn't go. I didn't go home that day with it. I didn't. I refused to get into my car with it. I thought that it's not getting into my car. (laughs) It's going to be hashed out right here. And when I get into that car, it's not going with me. right. And I did that. And he was very, very surprised because I'm not sure that anyone else had ever did that with him. I don't think so. That sort of shock and amazement, I'm like, man, no one's ever done that to him. He's never seen that side. At least he didn't see it so quickly. Right. Or I'll say he didn't expect to see that side of me. Okay. Um, But I wanted to get to the bottom of it and solve it immediately. I did not want to carry it around and I didn't want it to fester. And especially when you've had some bike riding with people and some long car drives, right? And you're like, man, I I know what this feels like and there's a sign right there. I see it, right? I cannot do this, right? And it's a street that you're familiar with already, us experienced ones. And you're like, I don't want to go down that street. I know what it looks like. It's bumpy right now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off the street and I'm not going to take a detour. I'm going to go down the right street and that's it. And there's no way around. it. And, and so handling it immediately without being afraid of losing your love, right? Because sometimes we're like, well, he's going to leave. All these women are pulling at him. He's got 10 lined up around the corner and and 20 of them across the street, right? And you're like, if I rock this boat and I come off as a difficult person, okay, why would he want to stay with me? He'd just go to one of them that will never complain. I say no. I say it will manifest. You will never be happy. You can't. You will never develop what you should get out of this thing, and you'll never be able to do anything or really go to 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 the the growing and building process of the deepest love and best love of your life if you're sandbagging and cannot cope with your emotions and how you're handling things with this person. It's about managing, okay? Managing yourself, manage it's managing people. That's what you do in relationships, right? They're managing you, you're managing them, you're managing each other, right? You have to do it at the very beginning without being afraid of anything is at stake, okay? And that's what I mean about when you become friends with your partner. All of a sudden, that stuff's not in the way because you feel very comfortable. The walls are down completely. We can go to our friends just about almost anything, don't we do? Okay, we do, Okay. Uh, becoming friends with your partner is golden. And, and I say, uh, it's nothing that you can force, but it's, it's, it's a natural thing that we do. And, and it's being really comfortable with people. And it's getting to know them on, a, on the other side of, of the bedroom, okay? Really. It's getting to know them on the other side of the bedroom. What, what are you like with them outside of the bedroom? Okay, if they were walking into your office, would you like them as a person? Okay, not to go out to a date with them or to be romantic with them. But would you like them without all of the benefits that you that 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 you're looking to have with them as as a lover, as a partner, as, as a husband, as a wife? Okay, would you like them? And you know what? There's been a lot of marriages that say, I love my wife, but I don't like her very much. Right. And there's been a lot. I've heard a lot of women say this about their husbands. I love them, but I don't like them. All right? That's not healthy, people. <laughs> That's not healthy. Right? You know, I don't think it's healthy, and I don't even understand it. Right? I don't understand how we fall in love with people we don't like, but a lot of people do. It's possible. It happens all the time, right? He made a good husband, but he's a lousy friend, right? Um, I say to you in the very beginning, figure out who people are to you. And figure out in the beginning who they can be to you, all right? It's very important that they can be your friend. It's very important because there's a respect and there's a value and there's a different kind of integrity that goes hand in hand with friendships. It doesn't always walk into the bedroom. It doesn't always, okay? People can separate those things, yes? I want you to be their friend. I want you to look at the partner, at the newbie that you're dating right now and are you friends? Can you be friends? Or are you capable of being friends? Okay. The partners that are capable of being friends really whiz through their problems. They do. It's not as difficult. Okay. They handle their problems differently. They're not afraid of their problems and they are able to to uh, get the burdens of the stress off their backs uh, a lot a lot more quicker than people who can't really know how to even talk about anything friends can talk about anything okay um so what i say to you is this think about the friendship part of your relationship okay think about that when you're when you're with your newbie right now how good of friends are we how can we bond this thing so that we're friends and take a long look at your partner at the person that you're dating, or, or can you be friends with them, okay? It does make a difference, people, on the type of relationship that you will be able to develop with them. It makes a difference on the kind of marriage you will have with them, and it makes a huge difference on how you both will handle any of the problems that walk in with you, it does. It'll be It's a huge difference, and because friends can talk, they communicate very well, they do. All right? Even people who are quiet and aren't talkers, you will find them talking like you'll be shocked at how they talk to their friends. The shy bees that you say, well, they're not talkers. He doesn't really like to talk, and then you see him talking for hours to his friend, right? Friends do very different things and they handle and they manage each other very differently. Do you see your potential partner as being a friend to you? That's very, very important. Handling breakups if you're on the verge of breaking up and you've been together for under a year or two, my biggest suggestion is coming to the table immediately and not letting any time go away. Uh, you certainly don't have people are ride their backs, but because there's so little time invested there, it's even more important to see what's happening because it's a learning process. <coughs> it's a learning process. I find that if we're not willing to learn that early on in, 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 the, in the process of developing and, and, and getting to know each other, then, then, you, then when will you ever do it in your relationship? That's the time that, that you do it, okay? It's the time that you're sifting the flower, you're sifting, you're going through stuff. Things are dropping out, you're discovering, you're finding out. All sorts of things are happening at the onset and beginning of, of, of love. All sorts of things. I do believe we have to get down to it immediately. I do not believe on letting things sit. I just don't. I don't. Something, you know, happened the other night and you know what I don't really understand it. Could you help me with it? I don't know why, you know, there's people some people give you the silent treatment, some people wanna be on top of you. you know, People got a lot of different moods when they're angry. Yes? I say you get on top of it. Okay? Find out before you make the, the, the ultimate commitment. And get together with your new partner. And I want you to say to them, I made a decision today. I made a decision that I want to be in love with you. What does that mean? How does it represent? It means I'm committed to you. It means I want to be okay. in love with you. Okay, okay. That's the decision. That's the decision. I want to be in love with you. That's what you have to do, okay? Then you have to sit back and listen to what your partner says, okay? I want you to listen to how your partner responds, okay? (laughs) All right? You got to really hear what they're saying, body language and everything, their words, okay? And you have to hear, can they say that back to you? Can they? Are they ready? Have they made that commitment? Because sometimes when, when, when these new couples have a lot of problems, it's because that other partner hasn't made the commitment to you. So all, every minutiae that's possible walks in the door. It just does. I've had those relationships too. I've had one of those, at least one of those, <laughs> all right? I've had at least one of those, all right? And when the commitment's not made to you, Everything is there. Oh, it's just one thing after another. Just it never is clear. There's never a clear road for you. If, if it's, it's that expression that I hate, it's not one thing, it's another. I heard it the other day. But that's the livelihood of those relationships. It'll always be something else. And the road will never be clear for driving. You'll always be on the road and always be a traffic jam, okay? What you have to get from that partner is the commitment. Let me say it again. I made a decision today, and I made a decision that I, wanted, that I want to be in love. Not just I'm in love with you, and I'm sunk, and I'm dry, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kept man, you know. <laughs> not like that, all right? But that not only did you get sunk with their, your heart sunk with them, right, which is true, yes? But that you also signed up and enrolled fully. You're a cooperative participant in this, in this match. You're participating at 100%. So it's very important to say and to know, I decided that I want to, not that I just fell in love with you because you are a irresistible lady, you are, but not just that I just fell in love with you because I could see how a lot of people could fall for you, but I want to be in love with you. That's the difference, people. That's the magic. I want to be. Not that my heart's got me captured and God knows I'm in this net, get me out of this thing. Because a lot of people love like that too. They're like, man, I hate this thing. It's got so much power over me. This is different people. This is signing up and saying, I decided that not only am I in love with you, but I want to be in love with you. I am exactly where I want to be with you, okay? That's the difference, people, so that when this little minutia crawls in, it, 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 it runs out. It don't even want to live there, right? It's like, uh-uh, it's too lovey-dovey around here. We can't survive here. Ain't no laying, no eggs in this place. Let's get out, right? It's done, right? <laughs> There's no eggs to be found there, yes? But both partners have to say that. And people, you cannot pull this out of people. You cannot force this. You can't hold them hostage on this thing. This has got to be natural 100%. Because if you force it and if they're just giving you what you want to hear, it's not going to last. It's not going to work. It's got to be real. This is the real thing here. Okay. It's got to be both partners coming together at the same time. I want to be in love with you. I'm in love with you already. You know, I don't know how long that infatuation will last. But here's what, here's what supersedes this infatuation. Not only am I in love with you, because that's probably infatuation that I'm still riding on. It's still early in this game, right? But the differences between infatuation is that I want to be in love with you. And both partners got to sign up for that. They do. Once both partners sign up for that, you're good. There's a lot of nonsense that won't even hit your table. It's, it, when you're not committed, everything comes in as a... Everything. People looking at your partner the wrong way. You looking at him or you looking at her What is going on, right? Everything. Everything's a distraction. Everything will bother you. Everything will be a bump. It'll be a detour. You'll, you'll need a map for everything. You won't be able to navigate in this relationship without one. You'll need a whole big world atlas. <laughs> right? It'll be the most difficult relationship you 've ever tried to harness really i've i've had one of those, yes, in all due respect. no names to ever be dropped, but um the commitment to love is huge when you have that people okay. The crashing and the burning and the trips and the failings and the falling, all of that stuff goes out the window. It just doesn't even, it won't, it just won't roost there, okay? You'll know who those partners are. You don't have to drag them to that place, okay? And sometimes, what do they say? What do they say? This saying is true. Sometimes you do have to kiss a few frogs before you find the one that that you don't have to feel like you're dragging to the race, Okay? We can't drag people to the race, uh, people. You can't do that. Okay, So either they're going to sign up or they're not. And when they want to sign up, you'll know it. And you can't keep that a secret, people. So for the ones that the pride and the ego, you've got to check that at the door. Love don't know those things. It just doesn't. Not real love. Okay, If it's a top-of-the-surface thing and you're just kind of playing and toying around, that's different. But real love doesn't, d- d- doesn't know those emotions. Pride and ego, uh-uh. None of those things exist. They get in the way and, and, and they prevent from love from really happening. There's a limit on, on how much you'll give, yes? <laughs> There's, you, you top it off like, like, like your gas tank. Yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> give me top shelf, please. But uh, I want only this amount and that's, that's enough and it can't go any further, Yes? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the real thing here. It can just, to no limits, no egos, no prides, completely opening up yourself to vulnerability and letting that love inside. And those are the only people that fall that way, by the way. If ego and pride is in your way, you'll never truly feel the experience of that kind of love. It just won't happen because you have all sort of gauges and automatic pilots and buttons and things. You know, you got too many, you got like a whole system going on with your heart and love just does not function in full capacity down those roads. Okay. That's a piece of machinery that, that you're in love with, but it's not a human being. Yes. Okay. I hope I've been helpful today about this love thing and making, uh, making love to win war, okay? Um, it is true, people. You know, the more love we make uh, being... Uh, how do we make love to people? Being kind, being courteous. Integrity plays big, <laughs> right? The integrity plays big because integrity opens up a lot of doors. It's a lot of doors opened when integrity sits there. When integrity walks in, trust trust has unbelievable, huge value. When you have people's trust, man, I tell you, they have given you something, one of the most invaluable things that people can give you. You can't pay for this stuff, people, okay? Trust is, is really something that people got to give you because they feel something, you earn something from them, but they're giving you a piece of themselves that is absolutely invaluable. And that's why I'm so big on trust. And man, don't please don't rock that trust boat Because eh, when we kind of when when we crack that trust thing, it's so difficult to go back to where it was. I'm not saying it can't, it can. But it's difficult. It'll take you so much extra than than the first time than how you originally earned it, okay? But this is how you make love, people, okay? You make, you make love in all these ways, all of those things, okay? It wins the war all the time, all the time, okay? It won't always avoid an argument, but it will always win the war. You're certainly not gonna be at war if, if you are capable of doing these things with people. I'm talking about your relationships, okay? In your relationships, if you handle your partners with all of these invaluable things and these wonderful emotions in which we can be, yes, so flattering, so beautiful, so amazing people that we are, it resolves the argument and there's no sign of war. How's that? Okay? It it solves the confusion, resolves the problem, so that there's no sign of war, okay? And that's what happens in our relationships when we do all those things. When we make love, okay, to win the war, it's magical. It just is, people. It's a, it's a wonderful relationship. It is. And I believe when we have these relationships with our partners, man, we are just unbelievable people out there and everywhere aren't we though we know who those people are they're amazing right I don't know who they're and they they can't wait actually to meet your partner you ever have people like that that you know that they're you are so in awe of them they are so amazing that you can't wait like when you hear that their partner comes into the office that makes a debut you're running to wherever they are because you cannot wait to see who the partner is that stands next to these people that you believe are like the gods of the world, right? They're amazing human beings when you build people up like that in their homes with with love when partnerships do that kind of building, it is the most amazing people you have ever seen. These people are like you know we think they 're godly, you know they're so amazing, yes, okay, this is what happens. When you make love. Making love to 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 win the war. Okay? The war never even happens, folks. Okay? I hope this was helpful today for you. I call myself i'm the saving and salvage queen. You're already there, so come on. Alright? <laughs> You're already there, right? Make the investments, all right? You ever buy a stock and say, eh? You know, it's kind of doing all right, but it's not doing it really what I want to. So I'm going to ditch it. No, your broker was there. You're crazy. You're right on the edge here, man. It's going to break soon. It's going to break big. You got to keep holding on to it, dude. All right. You ever have a broker say to you, your investments, your stock broker, your your adv- financial advisor say, uh-uh, you might do it, but I'm not going to do it because I can't make that kind of a move. You know, <laughs> completely ruin my reputation. Yes. I look at our partners the same way. You're already there. You've already made the investment. Keep making the investment. Okay? It's worth it. Okay? Keep making the investment and you'll keep falling in love. That's the way I look at it. If you keep making the investment in your stocks, what happens? Okay? A lot of magical things happen sometimes. There's a lot of people that say, man, I don't move that thing. Yes, it's, it's, it's gone all the way down to the bottom, and then everybody panics, and, and, and they all jump. But not me. I'm the one that didn't jump. And look at what it is today. It's in the millions. Keep making the investment. Keep making love, okay? And you'll never, ever, ever have to see the war. Thank you so much, all of you. I appreciate you all. Thanks for coming out to me, looking at my page, listening to me. Until next time, good night.